Recycling costs right now about half of what trash disposal costs are. So there is monetary uh, savings for this material. And plus the key is saving landfill space and getting these items, which have a reuse value out of the waste stream, because it's very critical not to fill up our, our landfills, particularly the one in the county. Hello and welcome to Green Dragon, a monthly show where we talk about green initiatives in Maryland, Howard County, and Howard Community College. Plus, we cover ideas and ways for you to be more sustainable at home. I'm Bob Marietta, HCC's Environmental Health and Safety Supervisor, and I thank you for watching today. My guest today is Alan Wilcom, Chief of the Recycling Division of Howard County Department of Public Works. So, Alan, tell us a little bit about your background. Hello, Bob. How are you doing today? Yep, I am Assistant Administrator to the uh, Bureau of Environmental Services. So my responsibilities cover the recycling program and the curbside collections program in the county. So any given day, we have uh, trash and recycling trucks touching almost 25,000 homes with collection services for either trash, collections, or recycling, yard trim, or food scraps. Plus there's various programs within the uh, recycling division mostly uh, contract uh, management issues and outreach and those kind of duties that, that come along with the, uh, with the position. So tell us a little bit about your employment history. How did you get to be in this county government position? Well, I actually came to Howard County in the late 90s as an intern. I was finishing up my uh, master's degree at the University of Baltimore in uh, public administration. I needed some uh, time with the government to... Uh, satisfy the requirements for the degree. So I reached out to several counties and Howard County called me back. So I've been with Howard County ever since then, uh, moved around a little bit in the very beginning, worked with the capital budget since the capital budget originates from the uh, Department of Public Works, worked in highways a little bit in administrative capacities, then moved over to environmental services as the uh, administrative officer doing budget work, managing the uh, clerical staff. We get a lot of phone calls in for miscollections, broken carts, those kind of things. And then I uh, got the opportunity to uh, be the program manager for recycling. That was, in, I think, in 2003 or so. And I've been here ever since. Well, that's impressive. And you're doing an incredible job with it. I think everybody throughout the county has no idea all the things that you're responsible for. And uh, you certainly do mm -hmm. keep it running well. Now, some people say recycling is a scam by either the government or the plastic and beverage companies. What's your take on it since you deal with it every day? Well, I mean, I've had the opportunity in my position to uh, visit the uh, recycling facility where everything is sorted. Been there many, many times, give tours, those kind of things. I see firsthand how everything is sorted. And then also I have went to the uh, downstream facilities. So once the aluminum cans are sorted at the facility, they are sold on the market. Some of them go to Chicago, some of them go to Atlanta. They come right back into beverage containers. The plastics like your uh, water bottles, your soda bottles, uh, once they are sorted, they go down to a plant in North Carolina where they're cleaned, they're chipped into small chips, and then they uh, go on down to Atlanta, Georgia. They come back as carpet that you could buy at the uh, 
in the county somewhere at a carpet flooring store. So I see firsthand how recycling saves landfill space. It saves resources. Don't have to go out and mine for aluminum when we got plenty of aluminum being recycled. Saves taxpayer dollars. Trash is getting more and more expensive for disposal in this area. Recycling is much, much cheaper for processing and marketing. And also, I, I you know there's various statistics out there, but I'll, I'll go back to aluminum again. I think if you uh, recycle aluminum can, it saves 70% of the energy compared to if you're creating aluminum from a commodity, from mining and those kind of things. That's very reassuring. And uh, I know I've always been impressed when I go to the waste management plant that as fast as the stuff comes in and gets dumped on the sorting floor, there's bales of stuff that's been sorted going out the other end of the plant, going off to places where it can be reused. Are you still doing tours of that facility? It's very limited. They are uh, still operating under uh, COVID protocols. So it's been very limited down at the plant. I know um, COVID seems to be in the back mirror, but they had an outbreak down at the uh, the plant uh, a couple months ago uh, amongst the employees. And they, had to, they were running on a skeleton crew for, for several weeks. Yeah, it's a big crew there. You wouldn't think it would take that many people since it's all supposed to be automated, but it's still a big crew working closely together with each other. So you can see where COVID could hit yeah. them hard. Yeah, I mean, there's a, I mean, as good as the machinery is, it isn't perfect and the markets want perfect material. So there's a lot of uh, quality control that's along the lines, um, making sure there isn't any unacceptable material in any particular stream. Well, I do know that sometimes they post a video on their website and uh, showing how the automated lines work. So people could take a look there and see if they could find it in waste management. And yeah, I don't and also the, it's uh, on our website. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, know. we have the video on our website. You just go to howardcountyrecycles.org. Great. And you'll easily find the video for it. It's so loud when you actually go to the plant that I would actually encourage people to watch the video instead. Much cleaner, too. So, Alan, mm -hmm. what changes have you seen in Howard County recycling? And what do you think the future is going to hold? Well, I know when I first came into the position, we had a what we in the recycling uh, industry would call a dual stream system. That's where we collected the cans and the bottles separate from the paper. So one of the first biggest changes I saw was the uh, new MRF being opened or material recovery facility being opened in the county, which allowed us to go to uh, single stream recycling. Just uh, several years beyond that, we rolled out the recycling carts in uh, 2008. Uh, every household at the time, it was 80 some thousand households got a recycling cart. And then since uh, 2015 or so, we've been rolling out organic carts for food scrap collections. And really that is probably the future. There's a lot of potential, a lot of organic still in the waste stream. We do waste sorts from time to time. And the last waste sort we did, still about 30% of the trash is considered an organic material that we could compost. Doesn't need to be thrown away. Doesn't need to go to a landfill. It can be composted at our facility in the county at the landfill. And that would be a humongous waste diversion project for us. If we could grab that material, get it out of the, uh, the trash and uh, be able to do do something with it, make it into compost. Well, 
that's so important. I know with the college's composting program, I did a lot of research. And when uh, organic material goes to the landfill, it produces methane gas, which is much more harmful to our uh, atmosphere than the uh, just CO2 is. And so we can have a very large impact by reducing the amount of organics you put into the landfill. So uh, hats off to you for uh, the efforts you've been making mm -hmm. with that. And hopefully that'll keep increasing. What would you say the people in Howard County understand the least about recycling? Well, I know from recycling sorts, we do them uh, every year down at the uh, recycling center. Just because an item has a, the recycling seal on it doesn't mean it uh, needs or belongs to go into the blue bin. We see a lot of material in there. It is recyclable, but not necessarily recyclable in the blue cart. See like cable and wiring. Uh, yes, that is recyclable. You can take that out to electronics recycling at the landfill. So all these items, they do have a place. However, they don't necessarily belong in the blue cart. And how do people find out about that? Who should they contact if they've got uh, questions about recycling or composting? We post our main number. It's on all of our brochures, all of our website. You can call that number. It's 410-313-6444. And there'll be somebody there happily will answer the uh, the phone call and be able to answer any questions you may have. If they are unable to answer the questions, they will forward it on to another staff member that can answer it. And plus we have an email address. It's help at howardcountyrecycles.org. That website, we try to advertise it as much as possible. And you wouldn't think it, but it's actually a fun website to go to. There's a game on there, games for kids and stuff. So uh, the whole family can learn by going on that website. So I, I'd recommend that for everybody. So has the Green Bin program been a success, do you think? And will it keep expanding? Yes, we have plans to be able to roll it out to the rest of the county where they have uh, yard trim collections. We're about halfway right now. The restrictions we've had with expansion is actually uh, composting capacity at the landfill. We're pretty much maxed out again with that capacity. We're working on another section to the composting facility where hopefully in the next few years we'll be able to add the rest of the uh, county curbside routes to the collections program. And yes, it's been very successful. We're composting on average about 8,000 tons a year right now, which is a wow. significant amount. Yeah, it really is. It makes a big difference in the greenhouse gas production, which we're also conscious about today with global warming and climate change. Are similar green bin type services available to businesses and people in apartment complexes? Unfortunately, no curbside services from the county. We work from a uh, dedicated fund, so we're limited to basically residents that pay our fee. We do have a drop-off program at the landfill. Businesses, apartment, and condo residents are more than welcome to bring their food scraps out there. We got a green bin out there in the residence area we call the, uh, the Hungry Hippo. They're more than welcome to... Uh, drop their food scraps out there in that bin, but no, nothing curbside related. Are there commercial services that uh, offer their services to the apartment buildings and businesses? Yes, there there are a few. I know uh, 
not to endorse anybody, I know there's a company called the Composting Crew, which is out there. They will do uh, services similar to two airs for uh, for curbside. Yeah, I know the college uses a, a private company like that to pick ours up. Does recycling in Howard County actually save money or cost money? And what materials drive those calculations? Yes, I do commodity marketing pricing every month. I go out and see what you know, paper's worth, what aluminum's worth, the various plastic categories, what value they are per ton. And we have a number we put that up against, which is the uh, processing and marketing fee at the MRF. So recycling costs right now about half of what trash disposal costs are. So there is monetary uh, savings for this material. And plus the key is saving landfill space and getting these items which have a reuse value out of the waste stream because it's very critical not to fill up our, our landfills, particularly the one in the county. Changing tracks here a little bit. How did GreenFest get started? Was it like 15 years ago now? Yeah, it's been about 15 years ago. It started off very small. The first two years we did it, did one at a government building. Second one we did at a library out in Cooksville. And then ever since, we've been in partnership with Howard Community College as the uh, host site for the event. So it really got started as a way for the county to celebrate Earth Day. That's why it falls in April, sort of around Earth Day. Earth Day is the 22nd. We've had Green Fest fall on that day. We try to do it on the weekend so it's available to the residents you know, who work, who may be at school, so they can come on a Saturday and enjoy the event. Well, we haven't talked about it yet. What what are the dates and hours? Oh, yep. It's Saturday, April the 15th, and it'll be held from 10 o'clock to 3 o'clock at the set building at the community college. So everybody come on out. Lots to learn, lots to do. And is there going to be anything new this year, Alan? I heard, heard something about a bike corral. Yep. The uh, Howard County, I guess it's the bike club. They're going to have a corral. I know we'll be giving away a main prize, which is a hydroponic garden set. I think there's actually going to be three of them going to be uh, raffled and uh, it'll be a, uh, be a prize for, uh, for people. I know there's going to be a uh, company there leveling the playing field. They're going to be uh, collecting used sports equipment so they can give those kind of items away. There are all sorts of uh, different things at GreenFest for, for everybody for all ages. I saw on the list that the native plant vendors are going to be back again in force. And also you've got more food trucks coming than you have in past years. Yeah, we'll have, uh, I believe, three uh, food vendors there, and it'll be uh, six to seven native plant vendors. It's the perfect time of year to pick those plants up, to plant in your yards. It's been great for the college to host it every year. But what has it meant for your department and other areas of the county government? It's really giving us the opportunity to showcase green initiatives that the county is doing. I think I mentioned before this, I did table assignments this morning for GreenFest. And just looking over all the vendors, even in particular, the county agencies that come year in and year out to showcase what they're doing. A lot of residents may not have any idea all the green initiatives that these uh, county agencies have been been doing, trying to be the leaders and trying to set the example. 
Well, Alan, I know that almost all of county government participates in some way, but you have a core team from all across the county departments. Who are the key people from county government that help you put it on every year? Well, I mean, to lead off, I mean, the community college for being a host for the site, that is very key. We have help from the Office of Community Sustainability and also from Parks and Recs. And of course, I represent Public Works being in environmental services. So it's very much a team event to uh, put the day together. Are there any other highlights that we haven't uh, mentioned so far that, that people can look forward to? I know it's on, some things are listed on the website, like the Repair Cafe and trips up to the observatory to look through the yeah, uh, sun that. through telescopes. Yeah, that would be uh, very neat. Of course, we've already touched on uh, native plants. We'll also have document shredding, as usual. That always brings out a lot of folks. Plus, we have a great giveaway we're giving away this year. So, And also, we'll have the wildlife room, which is which is everybody's favorite. It's even my favorite. I love going to the uh, wildlife room, take a look at all the uh, animals that you know you could find in the county. And for anybody who's afraid of reptiles, snakes in particular, <laughs> they always bring this one corn snake that is the most docile creature that just loves to be picked up and held. And so if, if you're mm -hmm. afraid of snakes, that's the one you want to get to know. And, <laughs> and it's big. Okay, but it's such you don't think about reptiles like that being friendly, but th this one really is. So I would I would encourage everybody if you do come, stop by the wildlife room, and get to know the corn snake. So Alan, for you personally, what's your favorite part of Green Fest every year? And don't you dare say the cleanup at the end. <laughs> you know, probably the, I mean I've touched on the animal room. I really like the animal room, but you get a great feeling when the event starts. I mean, you look and see all your work throughout the year, all the committee meetings, see just everything come together and seeing everybody there, see everybody having a good time. You know, that's what it's all about. It's there to, to learn something new and have a good time. And that's why I would encourage anybody who's never been to Greenfest, come take a look, see the sites, see all the vendors, grab a bite to eat, grab a plant on your way out. It's a really good atmosphere during Green Fest. I know the college always enjoys hosting it, and uh, we get lots of college volunteers that participate in it every year. And for college people that just attend, we have it set up so you can earn professional development credit by visiting the vendors and seeing what's going on. And this year, we're making a push to um, have more of the faculty get their students to participate in the same way and experience more of what we're doing locally for sustainability. So we figured it's a great way to get people to reach out and learn what's going on in their community. Well, Alan, we've reached the end of our show. Th thank you so much. It's been very enlightening. I've even learned some stuff, and I thought I knew you real well. But uh, I'll, I'll be back next month, everybody, with another guest and another sustainable topic. In the meantime, if you have ideas or comments, you can connect with me at rmarietta at howardcc.edu. You can listen to this and all of our other episodes at dragondigitalradio.podbean.com. And you can also catch us on HCCTV and Howard Community College's YouTube page. So thank you, everybody, and we'll see you next episode. Don't forget to share, like, comment, and let others know to join us and help us take care of our world. 
because every small step each of us can take can have a great impact when we act together. Thank you for joining us today. Connect with us. We are Dragon Digital Radio.